AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! welcome to New York! Hey, everyone! Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to New York and welcome to the House of DVF After Buzz TV panel, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm your host, Christina Zias, along with these beautiful and very fashionable ladies. Hey everyone, I'm Tiana Hobson. Hi everyone, it's Teresa Law. Hey everyone, I'm Anastasia Waller. Yay, and we're so excited about this season. Uh, I really, when I first heard about the show, I had no idea it was a competition series. I don't know if you guys did or not. I honestly thought it was more in lines of the Rachel Zoe project. So when I found out that they were competing to be brand ambassador for DVF, I was Immediately intrigued and immediately pissed that I didn't know about this. Like when <laughs> it was going on, way. I was, I was like, like, "I'm qualified, totally." But I really liked it. What were your initial thoughts of the episode? Did, are you guys excited for the season? I'm really excited. I think it's been a while since we had a good competition show. I think that shows like, you know, America's Next Top Model and Project Runway are great and all, but this is kind of combining both of those and like the Celebrity Apprentice all in one. And totally. it's kind of more exciting this way because it's something new and fresh for the fashion world and competition series in general. Agreed. I think it has all the ingredients of a really addicting reality show. Mm-hmm. And I like that we get to see DVF, the brand, and who she is behind the curtains. I think she's always kind of been a mystery to us. We know that she's very successful and is a world traveler, but here we to really get to see her interact with you know the youth and who she really is so I love that yeah I agree with what everyone else is saying and I also am excited because it seems like there's a lot of personalities on the show so I'm kind of excited to see how these personalities are going to intertwine with the professional fashion world Um, and then just of course interacting with each other is also exciting so oh and I also liked that they had some Celebrities on the first episode. I didn't expect to see Sarah Jessica Parker or Alicia Keys. So I'm like, is there going to be yeah. more drop-ins? Probably. Yeah. I feel like you were saying, like, on Twitter, everyone, there's a lot of celebrities, you know, talking about the show and promoting mm-hmm. it. So everyone loves DVF. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. We have 10 girls, but we quickly find out that there's only eight that will go on. Yeah. And from what I read about this season is that there's no... There's no specific, like, way. We don't know if there's, like, how people are going to get eliminated along the way. Yeah, we don't so know. So it's kind of like a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. So how many at one time. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's Maybe we'll get tasks, though. How they had to work the one show, and maybe if they don't do their job correctly, okay. then maybe they might get... Yeah. Yeah. I guess time will tell. Or maybe yeah. they'll do, like, a rotation, like, PR, events, and so forth. And, and how well they do their job. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because you could be good at something and learn something else down the road, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into the girls. First, we have Abigail. Um, she is Haitian, mm-hmm. 
And she was my favorite during the confessionals. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yes. like I was telling you guys, I was watching this with my boyfriend. My boyfriend's like, she's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, you have a really strong opinion right away. Yeah. She's so good with the one-liners. Very good. That's what I noticed, too. She gets those zingers in, and I'm like, she's every producer's dream because she just comes yes. in with that one line that they're like, okay, and you're good. That's yeah. the sound bite we're going to use for every right there. And every time she opens her mouth, it's a sound bite. So yeah. just talking sound bites, and you're and Good. And she's and, just comedic relief. Yeah. And, and I liked her even more relief. after the interview, but, which I know we'll get into later, but then it's like, aside from the sound bites and the one-liner, she had a really good interview with DVF, and I was like, oh, she's my favorite for sure. And now, is she the one who can do the turban really well? Yes. 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 Okay. And, I mean, she can she's got do skills. a pretty good <laughs> turban, so yeah. she's good. Um, okay, so next we have Amanda. She was the really cute little blonde like all American girl right yeah that's what they yeah she's from Philly and she studied fashion design and merchandising um and she was I think only 22 but she's had tons of internships already I believe she's worked for Michael Kors and at Lepore mm-hmm. um so and she's fairly young too yeah right? yeah 22. she has five internships behind so, her so, we don't really yeah. get to know her that much this episode but no. she seems like she's got a lot of potential Definitely. And I kind of think maybe she's in for the long haul since we haven't seen as much of her drama. I'm like, I feel like she's gonna be under the radar. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to pay yeah. attention when they did the this season on you do, like, like, and I was like, who who am I not seeing here? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I figured it out. I knew who the first two going home were. Really? Yeah, from looking at I, that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, I called. Yeah, I called it. Yeah. Too. Wait, really? I was really yeah. surprised. What? How did you know? So, Rihanna, you were surprised about? No, her? not her. Oh, okay. Coco. I was surprised about Coco. Coco. I was a little. I wasn't. Too. Okay, so let's get into Coco. Coco okay. was a really pretty model. She was very into herself and kind of, I think, was above the situation. I guess because. She kept saying how like she feels bad for all these young girls. They just haven't experienced anything. But she yeah. had the old experience. She was my she biggest question. Really young. I don't she know if they like said. She looked so young. She's like all these young girls. I feel like I just have to tell them they haven't traveled the world. Like I was like, oh, get out of here. I'm yeah. sick of you. Goodbye. Or what about the genetics quote? Oh, that was the worst. Definitely. Yeah. That was definitely in every single commercial and preview leading up to it, too. They wanted <laughs> right. you to hate her, I guess, so yeah. they did a pretty good job. Yeah. But every she, every time you see her, she's just talking about how amazing she is. Yeah. yeah. But then she didn't do anything, and I was just like, you're just a talker. You're not an... Yeah. You're not action... Your actions don't speak for your words. I would have liked her to stay on a little bit longer, to be honest with you. Well, it came down to her and Care, and yeah. I think Carol might create some more drama so I'm kind of glad they kept her and to add on to um, Coco the only time she showed humility is at the end of the episode when she came down with the bag and I was wondering I was like is she going to hold it together and like walk out like this or is she going to break down and she did she cried I was surprised because she had such a tough exterior the entire time and to see her actually like be emotional about having to leave see I kind of like Coco okay so then we have Kier she's from Hollywood we mm-hmm. quickly learned that she'll do anything, including selling her eggs to get to Fashion Week, <laughs> yeah. which was so random. That and was that intense. It was. Very yeah. aggressive. Just like this, I feel like that shouldn't be brought up in, in your bio. Like, or like in no, yeah. conversation about no, you. No, that is yeah. the perfect thing to bring up because I mean, that is like, your, like, your passion. Like, that's your I hook. want this so bad. Yeah, that is your hook to get you on the show. Oh, you tell everyone, I sold my eggs to get here. Right. Like, well, hopefully to go those to fashion eggs week. never trace her back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her, actually. I think 
She seems like a tough girl, and I feel like she kind of came off as a bitch in this episode. She uh, seems in it to win it, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And she said something fantastic, like, if you fail to plan, you plan, plan to, to fail. fail. And I was like, damn, that's yeah. good. <laughs> she doesn't really seem like she's interested in making relationships. or She just seems like she has the one goal, which I'm sure all of them do. Right. But I just don't see her making as many friends as maybe the other girls. So right. We'll see. She seems like she's going to have a lot of beef with Abigail. Oh, those two are going to have a big blowout. Yeah, well, sure. they're both they're really both. big personalities. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abigail's going to win, but that's a side <laughs> Yeah. What about Cody? Cody is the Mormon. The Mormon, oh, the Mormon. from Utah who's married. She's young, too. Um, she's a photographer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, she, for me, she didn't really do anything to really stand out so far. Out. So it's kind of... Like, okay, like, she was there, and she was cute, and, you know, we'll see what happens, but as of right now, she's not even, like, at the forefront of my mind. Likewise. Did yeah. she remind you guys of, uh, Suki, is it, is Suki Bradley? Wa- Waterhouse? Yeah. Waterhouse? Bra- Bradley oh, Cooper's girlfriend. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I got a little bit of that from her. Okay, next we have Brittany. Um, Brittany Hampton, she is from San Francisco, but she's a Hollywood-based freelance stylist, mm-hmm. and... Uh, she was actually an in-house stylist for Nickelodeon, and she's dressed people like Ariana Grande, um, Jaden Smith, and she, I liked her because she seemed, she seemed like a nice person and like genuinely cared about the other castmates when she ran into the bathroom to check on Ariana. Even though the first question was, are you on drugs? Yeah. But still, I kind of liked her. I felt like she was very fake. I you what? I I sensed it too because uh, when DVF went to go like talk to all of them for the first time, she threw Rihanna under the bus right away, and that's not the first impression that I would want to make with DVF. So I kind of yeah, she was stirring the pot from the beginning. She's just like they're like, oh yeah, everyone nice to meet you. Well, you know Rihanna over here was doing this. Whoa, whoa, calm down. Like we're not trying to show editing. Yeah, we're not throwing people under the bus just yet. Like give us a couple minutes sitting here but the but, first time you sit down with them you want to start but didn't she kind of throw herself under the bus too by saying that she accused her of doing drugs and she apologized for it well that was much later yeah and oh. and everyone everyone asked if she was on drugs, drugs. everyone was thinking it. i don't blame her for that one yeah. but yeah i think she came off as the most polished one for the party yeah she oh, was yeah, dressed definitely. perfectly mm-hmm. and i feel like she represents herself very well yeah, agree. I agree. But she's also a manipulator. <laughs> Mark my words. She's going to be stirring up a lot of things. Okay. Then we have Gina Yang, who's from Virginia Beach, and she, like, kind of gave this whole speech about how this has to work. Like, she left her job, she left her boyfriend, she left everything. Like, there is no other option for her other than to be the brand ambassador she, for DBS. Yeah, she, quote, said, I have nothing to lose. I was like, okay. <laughs> relationships don't matter. <laughs> I guess like, not. Five yeah. years to leave that relationship? I mean, good yeah. for you. If, if he wasn't going to be supportive of you going to that's New York for this, then it should have been ended a long time ago because... Yeah. Your relationship shouldn't end because you're going to New York for a couple months to pursue your dream. I hadn't... Oh, she... I was going to say, the previews, Teresa and I caught this when we were watching that she was the one to jump in the pool with the dress on. No. Yeah, so they had... We were surprised that it was her. I'm surprised, too. I thought it was Miss Lenore. Yeah, I thought it was Miss Island. And then we watched it again, and we were like, wait, that's Gina. 
So oh, that's we'll interesting. See. Yeah, she mm-hmm. has a backside backstory that we'll discover. I mean, okay. Did you guys see how many suitcases she showed up with? Too? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it was just like designer well, she, everything. She left her life. <laughs> like she had her life back. I forgot. It her makes whole sense. Life. My bad. She should have probably had a couple more then. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so then we have Miss Lenore, mm-hmm. and I would love to do an. And like Italian set and I own accent too. Do it. Do no, but I'm like from close to there, so I'd be so mortified if I messed it up. But I'll, I'll do it for next week. Okay. Uh, so she's 24, very clearly an Italian lady from Staten Island. She's a student at FIT and she's like, she's also in it to win it. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think about her? I thought she was very type A and a little bit too aggressive for me. I liked her enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think she could turn it down a notch. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like she is like super like Miss Perfect and she's going to be like really gunning for it every challenge. Um, But we'll see how that comes off to DVF because I know like her accent is a little too strong for her liking. Right. I, I like her. I think she seems like she could do a really good job. Mm-hmm. But I don't, honestly, like her. I think her accent could really make or break her because I don't think she could represent the company speaking like that. And Here, I feel bad saying that. But here's my one problem with this whole thing is that she wanted real girls. Yeah. That was the first thing that, you know, Diane said. So it's like, okay, you wanted real girls. This is someone who's real and authentic. And no one said anything about Tiffany's accent, which is... More of a, in, I don't know, an inflection of words. Yeah. You know, and, pretty bad. And, it's like, and most designers are not American, you know, and are coming from other countries. And so they have accents. I just feel like an accent shouldn't make or break I, someone. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. It's weird how we kind of determine which accents are acceptable. Like, so, yeah, beautiful or acceptable. For, I mean, Diane has an accent, but right away she was like, you're definitely going to have to work on this. And it's just weird where wherever that standard came about. Yeah. Um, but, so I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, maybe in other countries, you know, because Americans have such different accents, maybe if you don't speak clearly, it sounds more like everyone just sounds more Southern, or I don't know what, right. you know, people hear when they hear us speak. But I was just like, this is about empowering women and being like the brand ambassador. You're going to be traveling the world hearing multiple accents right. everywhere. Why does hers have to stick out? So I, I think with accents, like it probably has to do with a stereotype that comes from with the accent. Yeah, right. right. Totally. So maybe that's what they're Especially worried fresh about. Especially fresh off the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Right. And not that <laughs> yeah. it's the same, but just. I do think you bring up a really good point because she does want real girls to like, how come, I mean, she seems to speak well, you know, yeah. it's just like her tone of voice, or I mean, the way her accent, I guess, but it, she does not sound polished. I feel like mm-hmm. she she has a very specific dialect. It's not like an American accent. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like people yeah. have like the American accent. What which they is think is what it, they think. America actually has multiple people right. in California right. have an accent as opposed to people in Arkansas. Northern California. And Northern California. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like everywhere has their own accent so you can't really have like the perfect American but accent. But there is a neutral like television like, That's true. You know, American mm-hmm. accent. So then you want her commercialized and not yeah, real. That's, yeah. Pretty much. Commercialized girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Commercialized girls who can speak well. 
Yeah. I mean, but I get it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's just get into <laughs> Tiffany then. Because her accent's way worse, I feel like, yeah. than I, I thought so, too, even though I love Tiffany. Like, it, Tiffany's but it was my like, girl. But You love her. But the accent was kind of It wasn't rough. just her accent, but it was the way she articulated herself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. She's young. She's young. <laughs> she's, she's only 19. Oh, she's, she, I think she's the youngest here. one of them all. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like her so much because, I mean, I love rooting for an underdog, and right now she is that. And I love that she comes with a different style because, I don't know, I feel like I connect with her in the way of, like, I don't take myself as, like, a stylist or, you know, a fashion, mm-hmm. a fashionista at all. And she brings a new edge to an already established brand that's supposed to be so polished and pure. Mm-hmm. And then here she right. is with her tattoos and stuff, and you're like, well, yeah, like, there's someone who looks normal who's working for this brand. And mm-hmm. I just loved it. Well, it's interesting because I feel like she's, like, hardens up the brand but softens it at the same time. And you can tell that DVF really likes her. Yeah. Yeah. I think they She called her, her a diamond in the rough. rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was wondering who she says that to because they kept playing that during the previews. And I was like, all right, Tiffany. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, so I think exciting. she's got the most heart. And especially, you know, at the end when she realizes she got picked over, uh, what's her name? Kier. Kier. Mm-hmm. And she thanks DVF and says, you know, I can't believe that you picked me and, you know, where I'm from. And so I think that's when you kind of fall in love with her. Definitely. Yeah. Just to prove it now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then besides um, all the ladies, then we have Stephanie Greenfield and Jessica Jaffe who work for DVF. And I feel like they kind of play like the Devil Wars Prada, mm-hmm. like yeah. we play Did we talk about Rihanna? Oh, we didn't oh. talk about. Oh my Rihanna. god! Yeah, I forgot about Rihanna. How could I forget? I forgot Rihanna. How did you forget that Afro though? Okay, that girl. <laughs> that she's something. She was so inappropriate in so many different aspects. Like the first time in that first little meeting when she excuse I'm so, me, sorry, sorry I'm See, talking yeah. to my boyfriend. Yeah, I just needed to talk to my boyfriend. See, right you were obviously conveying that what's. That what's on there is more important than what's going on over here. That's <laughs> not okay. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, that, that. It is that way. <laughs> How many times is she going to Skype her boyfriend? She obviously didn't care to be there. No, no. complete disregard. And Lack Diane said it best that she walked in feeling entitled, even with the oh bonjour, like the, doing the French thing. Right. I'm like, come on. But that yeah. was pretty impressive at the same time. It was, but, but yeah. it came off so phony. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's like I don't. I don't know if this is bad to say. It's like when people go into like. A Mexican restaurant and then start talking They're to like, like the best uh, boy in Spanish and you're just kind of like really like yeah. what was the purpose of that mm-hmm. like and she even was when she up. left remember she let the girls think that she had something special yeah. right. all the girls like what did you do what did you give her back there's a book in here she's like naming all the things <laughs> yeah she was heartless well anyways okay see ya bye Felicia <laughs> yep. bye bye okay so, I can't believe I almost forgot her. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but we do have Stephanie Greenfield and Jessica Jaffe, and I think that they're going to be really interesting to see how their roles kind of unfold, too. Mm-hmm. And they definitely will help us get a better understanding of, like, what really goes behind, like, a power fashion brand. So, I'm excited about that. I liked them so far. And right? I like that you brought up the Devil Rose Prada thing, because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so reminiscent of Devil Rose Prada totally. right now. Yeah. It but it's amazing. funny because DVF doesn't really play into that. Her message is very much like, like you don't have to be a bitch to yeah. succeed. Right. But, then you have but to- you need to hire people who can be the bitch for you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's pretty much laughs> 
Okay, so we have... So first, the ladies go into the DVF studio, um, where they kind of meet the DVF team for the first time. And this is where we see Miss Abigail take her turban uh, skills mm-hmm. and perfect them on all the girls. So what do you guys think about this little scene? I was surprised. I mean, I don't think if I was in that room that I would be try maybe playing with the stuff and picking it up but not putting I mean girls I I put stuff in my hair I have like hairspray oils in my hair I would never put those scarves on my head yeah. and then start doing them on other people I was really embarrassed for them yeah it was yeah. very inappropriate yeah, I thought you wouldn't go into a department store and start right, doing no. that right. like you'd pick up the purse and you know look in the mirror with it and be like oh yeah yes girl and then after that you'd put it back and move on but right. to actually wrap the turbans around right. your head I was just like I feel like she should have known better and they're in a competition, mm-hmm. so they're being scrutinized for every move. And you're so always being watched. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really just don't know how to act. Like, I, I think that this, I mean, there's no prior format, so we don't know what's going on. And I feel like these girls are just like, yay, like, just this so is our playground, you know? Right. So, I kind of, it was embarrassing to see them, though. Yeah. But hopefully they learned. Better to learn in the beginning, right, than mm-hmm. later on. Right. So after that, we get find out that they are going to be invited to work the DVF Awards, um, which would be honoring Alicia Keys, which is like a huge deal. And obviously, they're all immediately starstruck. And it's at the UN. I was nervous for them at that point because when you heard the UN, well, <laughs> starstruck they were. Uh, the oh Staten yeah, Island girl about all this. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, don't send them there. <laughs> Maybe they get jaded because we live in LA. Yeah, and I think these so. aren't as big of it I mean, right they're, they're people just like us yeah <laughs> but they were they were really excited about it so we get there and they have a bunch of different jobs um there was stage hand right, right. Mm-hmm. Brittany was so Brittany was the stage stage hand um Coco and Care got assigned to the buffet, buffet, which we found out Coco was not happy about. No. And actually, that's why I liked Care, because she was like, buffet, Busting all right, like, I'm going to do an awesome job. Yeah. She wasn't just yeah. going to stand there. She yeah. wanted to like, get up and help people and serve. She went above and beyond. Yeah, I think she duties. did a really good job. Then, and, oh, sorry. Go. And it's one of the yeah. easiest jobs of the night, so if you mess up at that, like, you don't deserve to be there. Right. Yeah. right. It's like, you're working the buffet. Okay, I have the easy job. Let me make sure I don't screw this up. Let yeah. me go above and beyond and show them, At oh, least- next time give me a better job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make yourself look busy. Thank yeah. you. Thank mm-hmm. it. Coco's excuse was like, I didn't know that I could leave. Could leave. Right. She thought she would just stay And then there. she tried to blame it on Carrie because she was leaving, so she had to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. So no. anyway, she learned the hard way. Yeah. As we as we find out. <laughs> um so then Abigail and Rihanna no, Abigail and Tiffany are assigned to Instagram. So they just have to yes. take photos of the event. Um and I guess later on come up with proper hashtags and captions. Um, because obviously Instagram is a huge, huge part of right. brands right now. Right. So I think that is honestly one of the most important jobs. And too. Tiffany was pumped when she first got assigned. She, she said, was I'm hyped. super excited. <laughs> She's like, I, I, I got to, Instagram. Yeah, I'm Instagram. hyped. Yeah. yeah. And then it didn't work out. No. Nope. So her phone dies, which I guess is not really her fault. I mean, she didn't know she had to use her phone. But, I mean, I guess you need to be prepared. (laughs) Do you think it was wrong that Kara wouldn't lend her her phone? I I don't think it was wrong. I 
get her point. She said mm-hmm. that her phone's worth, what, $700, $800, and she's in New York, and that's really her only means of communication. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. Like, I wouldn't just hand that over to someone that I didn't know that well, but I think she should have addressed it in a more, like, friendly manner. She was very much like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> My problem with not just her not sharing her phone, but just any of the girls, is that you're here... Yes, it's a competition and you want to win, but part of it is being a people person. And a team player. And being a team player and Mm -hmm. working well with others. By not helping a team member out, Mm -hmm. you're showing that you're selfish and that you don't deserve to be this person who's supposed to go around the globe and spread a good name for this brand. What if it had been in a different situation and they're out at an event and another brand's ambassador her cell phone died or something and she needed help with something you should go and help your fellow yeah. people out as opposed to holding them back because unlike most competitions where it's just like i'm fighting for a number one spot where it's all about me this is about being your image and your and character what you're, and your character and what you're projecting and because, it's for the company it's not about yeah. you at the end of the day they don't want a bitch right. they want someone who's going to be nice and walk around with a smile on their face even when they're having a crappy day right i, I think, think it's very so. revealing of Kira's personality. Yeah. We're going to expect to see. Because, like, we all have expensive phones. What phone today isn't expensive? You know, just... I think what might have been a good solution is maybe if they just traded jobs and they told them later, hey, I decided to switch with Tiffany and take over Instagram and she took over the buffet and that way it could have solved both of the issues. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah, I'll talk about this later, but in Diane's book, she always talks about when she runs into a problem of finding a way to work around it. So I think she they would have been receptive to that yeah. solution. Yeah. Problem solving. I, that was yeah. really good. Yeah. I, I do think, I mean, I get why she said it, but I kind of wish, to be honest with you, she was like, no, like, this is a competition. If you can't do your job properly, like I'm not here to help you. Because I feel like that's what she was trying to say. Yeah. So she's like, my phone's just really expensive and I'm in New York City. But like, really, like you just <laughs> yeah. don't want to help her out. Yeah. Like that's not why. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like if it were me, I would have been like, oh my gosh, here, like this is my password. Yeah, you know, I would have done the well, same are, thing. Well, weren't they roommates too? I don't know yeah. if we ever saw the. No, I think, no, I think she's like, she's she like we're a, practically oh, roommates because I think everyone uh, had, their had their own, own room, room at yeah. that point. Okay, at the I same think she hotel. was roommates with Lenore because they were getting ready together, but she obviously didn't give her good advice because as soon as Stephanie saw Lenore, she was like, "Take off that choker." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, yeah. Oops, that choker was pretty bad. It was yeah. just yeah. like all you paid attention yeah. to. Yeah on her so so anyway Stephanie was an usher um I think Cody was an usher as well and then Amanda was on the PR team and I still don't get what Gina's job was yeah I think I don't think they gave her a job like I think she might have been the rover like just taking care of everything Trying to remember, remember. fellow If you guys are watching this, <laughs> well, one, go on to iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a comment below on YouTube and please let us know what Gina's job is. Because <laughs> I watched this five times and I still don't know. So, no. Yeah. Gina, maybe we'll find out. Maybe they just edit, like, they're like, her job's boring. We're just not going to cut to it. So, yeah. no need to worry about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no one will notice. You know what's Cody's job? Uh, Cody was an usher. Okay. Gina yeah. was working in the bathrooms. <laughs> That's why we didn't see her. Right. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of bathrooms, they obviously needed help because Rihanna was in there for quite a while. 
Out of breath. Out of breath. Dehydrated. Before Rihanna was in the bathrooms, let's get to Rihanna stalking DVF. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Rihanna. There's so much to talk about her. That's, that is embarrassing. embarrassing. The best is Lenore's, like, what, her feedback on it. Because she was just like, what are you doing? You are stalking DVF. <laughs> and DVF said in her little confessional that she was doing her best to avoid eye contact with the girls. That wasn't the first night that she wanted to meet them. Right. But, but Rihanna forced herself to meet DVF. She introduced herself. Yeah. To yeah. And While I, she was, DVF was interest, introducing yeah. herself to the guest. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh and my one, gosh. At one point, DVF was having a conversation and you just kind of see Rihanna in the background, like, creeping. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and I'm like this, it was like, you're literally stalking her right now. Just go do your <laughs> job and worry about that later because you're clearly not focused on the competition. Right. That's not what you're or here the task for. At hand. You're here for like getting your face on camera. I'm surprised right. she wasn't taking selfies. My favorite though was how DVF reacted to her. She's like, who are you? <laughs> and then she's like, okay, nice to meet yeah. you. See you later. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I don't think Rihanna was ever really on task this entire episode. No, no. no. She was always She even showed else. up in something that like I don't oh know what gosh. she was wearing. Yeah. And she was like so excited to tell her boyfriend what she Oh, I'm wearing this dress and this and, <laughs> and like, I was like, Oh, it sounds cute on the phone. <laughs> Like what an Abigail wedding it? dress, a rag, yeah. raggedy, yeah. raggedy, yeah. It was bad, yeah. and she Horrible. was the one that's supposed to have the wardrobe that's five hundred thousand dollars. See, for someone who got kicked off so quickly, she sure got her name out there quite a bit. So. Yeah. I mean, she did what I she came there to do. Check. Accomplished. <laughs> so um, the bathroom. So the bathroom. So I don't know. Do you guys? What do you think? Are your thoughts on Rihanna and her little pass out dehydration, like? Attention. I just think she just wants attention. See, I feel like I suffer from dehydration. <laughs> so I feel really bad for her if it's true because I know what it's like to like pass out from yeah. being dehydrated. I do think she might have had a big night out because it was the her birthday. Before, yeah. Maybe she was drinking. Yeah. And she was just overwhelmed with the activities of the day and meeting DVF. And so she kind of just... Tiana. Broke down. <laughs> no, you're not buying your face. I'm sorry. I'm just having thoughts. Um, I just... All I remember is what Stephanie said later on to DVF. You know, she when they were in the bathroom, the cameras weren't on in there, but she's like, she'd be fine, and then they bring an ambulance, right. a stretcher, and, and then it's like, oh, oh. I'm fainting again. Mm-hmm. And it's like that back and forth where I want to believe her because her face did go very red mm-hmm. when she was standing there for a minute. So I do believe something happened. The extent of what happened might have been a level two or three, and she took it up to a 15 mm-hmm. for no reason, just to yep. get more attention. I kind of feel like people, oh, like reality stars in general, when they're in this situation, they're like, I feel like they kind of like almost embarrass themselves, so now they have to like be super dramatic about it so that people know like this really happened. Right. It mm-hmm. wasn't just something they were making up for attention. Right. She couldn't really you know? backpedal once everyone yeah. came in and was looking no, into right. it. She had to commit. commit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and commit, she did. <laughs> so, yeah. All the way to the hospital. Yeah. That's awesome. a little too far. Yeah. If you're- yeah. There's actually a couple references to her possibly taking drugs, but I don't oh, yeah. think they delved into it too much. See, I think yeah. that's kind of screwed up, though, because the girls were really quick to try and throw her under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I liked is that Stephanie seemed to, like, really care about her. She said she, yeah. like, got in there, threw off her fur coat, like... And she, she called she, her baby when she walked in. She's like, is everything okay, okay. baby? I was yeah. like, aww. Like, she's, yeah. like, the devil wears Prada, like, the tough, 
woman at hand, but she obviously you can tell like, cares she's a lot mother, about she's a mother hen. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she feels responsible, especially because most of them are so young mm-hmm. and in this big city for the first time or, you know, have left so many things behind that, you know, it's kind of their responsibility to take care of them, you know, make sure, sure they're mm-hmm. not getting into the wrong things and if they are sick that they get taken care of because their families aren't there to do that for them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I definitely see how she can be like mama bear right and now. And they, they can probably relate to those girls or see a little bit of themselves in those young girls when they were coming through the ranks. Definitely. Okay. Speaking of the real mama bear, finally the girls <laughs> get to meet DVF. Um, and do you know, I had no idea Diane was a princess. Did yeah. you guys know that? No, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I thought were... they were just saying it at first until I started reading the book. I was like, oh, she really was she a princess. Was, oh, yeah. No, I was like, as soon as I heard that, like, Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia <laughs> that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to find out it, just in general. Um, but so she finally gets a chance to really talk to the girls and meet with them one-on-one. And I feel like this, in these little interviews, is where we learned a little bit more about them mm-hmm. and got to see where what they were all about. So is there anyone in particular that you guys took away from this that you really liked? I mean, I guess Tiffany, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Tiffany, but Abigail's story Abigail. was yeah, great. Abigail's story. You know, she was in tears and just everything she was talking about, you know, coming from a family where her family, like, didn't have money. And, you know, look at what she's done and what she's accomplished. Even if she doesn't win this, I mean, her family was probably already proud of her, but, you know, they're just going to be that much more proud of her for where she's come. Right. Mm -hmm. And she said that both her parents were really hard workers, and she's a hard worker herself. And for her to be at the UN is such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Especially not being from this country, which, I mean, no hints of any accent there. No. Yeah. So she must be have been here for a while. Yeah. She commercialized it. Yeah, she commercialized (laughs) her accent. She conformed. Yeah, Abigail became my favorite after that interview. Yeah, I like her a lot, too. Yeah. Because she's got the one-liners, and she obviously is really passionate, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she'll be a very hard worker throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we all like Tiffany. I just... I like Tiffany. I just think she needs to grow up, and I think in the next few episodes, I'm interested in seeing how she handles the feature tasks. <laughs> because, like, no matter how bad you feel for someone or, like... You know how capable they are. They actually need to do the job. Right. Yeah. She wasn't able to complete her first job. So I hope that she does. She's kind very of redeem passionate. Herself. She's driven. So she just needs to to focus. Definitely. Yeah. I think she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. She's what? making it to the top three. You think so? You think yeah. so? Yeah. I'll say it. Why not? Hmm. Because I like her. Yeah. Uh, DVF seems to really and DVF like her. seems like her, to really so. like her. Yeah. That so. could be the case. I didn't, I, you know, I really still didn't get much from Amanda or Cody, and they're the two cute blonde ones. Yeah, Agreed. I didn't get much from Amanda either. She, I barely saw her throughout the episode, really. Yeah, absolutely. Her, and then same with Gina. Um, we obviously got, there was a pretty lengthy interview with Kier and DVF, and she's kind of like, do you realize that people think you're a bitch? I yeah. like, I'm honest. And she, yeah. <laughs> Which, AKA, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but honest doesn't mean that you're a bitch. Yeah. And I'm glad that she kind of called her out on that. But in the end, she decided to keep her because um, she did, she her, did job. her job. She did her job. Yeah. yeah. So. Because she actually did her job. Yeah. That's why. But, yeah. I don't know, she's not one of my faves. No. I still don't really like her. Right. I think DVF was kind of torn between those that 
did their work and then also character. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So she was conflicted. I think ultimately Coco left because of character. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Um, and because she wasn't doing her job. Right. And Rihanna left because of character, for sure. Yeah. Character, yeah. And it's... it's and, and because and she no. wasn't doing her job. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. both. Yeah. And <laughs> it's brand ambassador, too. So when you were saying about Kira's personality, it's it part of it is doing the job, but she also has to go on to represent the brand in all of these countries. So I think that as it goes on, we're going to have to see more of a balance because it's great that people are getting the job done. But like you said, it has to be personality, too, and character. Because yeah. brand ambassador. Because mm-hmm. I mean, on America's Next Top Model, which I haven't watched in a couple in many seasons, but they used to do the Cover Girl commercial, right. mm-hmm. and that's when Tyra be like, "This is where your personality has to stand out because you can't just look pretty in pictures. Mm-hmm. You have to sell the product too and be able to speak, be and likable, like, be likable." And yeah. so that's what I'm kind of when I think of brand ambassador, that's what I think of. Right. And right now, Kier's not that no. because I know that she's not a good person. person. Right. Yeah. You know, so you have to kind of make me believe that you are this great person and you know the media has to love you and mm-hmm. you know to get the good press unlike you know you don't want bad press you want the good stuff that comes girls out. have yeah. to like you yeah. Yeah. Right. such a cold friend it's like no you want girls to like you and like the brand because you're representing yeah. a and woman's brand Kira made a really bad first impression too when she walked into the bar mm-hmm. and her, to meet the girls right her right. outfit her outfit oh I love it. She it was, was like heavy there. on the lipstick, light on the jacket. <laughs> yeah, there was really good one-liners. <laughs> but it's true. And then, like, I mean, it doesn't matter if you have fake boobs or not, but, like, it's just funny that her dress was so revealing that that had to be part of the topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, I don't know. It's like, did she look at the DVF brand? That's not really on no. No. brand. On at all. So, yeah. One thing that kind of concerned me, and I feel like she's a really nice girl, is that Cody from Utah, the Mormon. Mm-hmm. But she did say something about how she didn't know if she'd be able to come to New York because it was so difficult to leave her family. And I feel like that's going to be really challenging to see her as the brand ambassador because you do yeah. have to travel a lot. Especially if she's married. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that might be something that's going to be a little bit of a challenge for her. Yeah, I think the distance will be a thing, and it's a lot of travel. You know, she will never be home, especially in Utah. Right. Yeah. How is that going to affect her relationship? <laughs> yeah, her relationship. And is that something that she's willing to do? So we'll see what happens. But overall, I think it was a really exciting first episode, and I'm pumped for the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so should we get maybe get into some predictions? Yeah. And now... Okay. What if we just do top three? Yes. Okay. I was actually okay, thinking like, that. Like our top three favorites are who's gonna be no, in the top who three. Who do you think will be in the top three emotions aside? Okay. <laughs> Go for it. I have to write this down. Okay. Lenore. Okay. Brittany. Okay. And Amanda. Those are my top three too. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh really? my Okay. Uh, Even I'm... though Abigail's my favorite. <laughs> Amanda still needs to show more of herself but from what I've seen so far um, I would say those top those are my top three okay I'm definitely gonna say Tiffany because I believe in her <laughs> um, number two is gonna go to Brittany okay and number three no I take back Brittany and I put in Kier because okay. it has to be someone I like and someone who I don't like and then the third one is going to be, ah, uh, Abigail. 
Okay. I think because, yeah, Abigail. Yeah. Okay. Go that. My top three who I think will make it till the end will be Lenora, Abigail, Abigail, and Care. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that would be, I feel like they all seem like they could do the job well. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. A little polish here, a little hard work there. <laughs> you know, job can be yeah. done. A little bit of everything. Yeah. But overall, I'm really excited. And then, do you guys have any news or gossip? I think I have. So I started reading um, Diane's book. Promote you, Diane. <laughs> the woman I wanted to be. Which, by the way, I thought it was really funny that she was signing the books for the girls <laughs> yeah, that she was yes. looking at. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, here's your little gift bag. Yeah, it's see like, you later. Oh, here, let me personalize this book well, for you. Like, here's some candy. Yeah. And here's that's going to be her Avita Zen. Yeah. It's, it's her like, sign off. and Yeah. It's probably German chocolates in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, okay, some of the fun facts from the book was um, one of them, you said that she was a princess, which everyone probably already got that. Um, <laughs> the other thing is that she was diagnosed with cancer at age 47. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure if people knew that. Um, her family actually serves on the board. So she has a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. and they're on the board of DDF, and her son does the finances. She's very big on family. And the last fun one that I thought was really cute is that she learned Italian by writing love letters from her first kiss. Oh, with an Italian boy, yeah. Oh, I That's love that. To the Italian language. That's really cute. Yeah. That's really hot. <laughs> yeah. See, like, she to me is a real woman. Like, she's someone who you could aspire to be like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, classy but sexy at the same time and just has everything right. She seems like such a free spirit, but also still so polished and put together. Absolutely. And very driven. Yes. So, mm-hmm. I wonder what the season will, you know, how it'll fold out. So, I'm excited. Um, I have a little uh, tidbit from an interview that she did oh, let's on Heavy.com. She was saying that there were a lot of agents and studios that had come to her wanting to do a TV show. And then she said, but the fact is that they came, what they came with was really awful and tacky. So I decided if I was going to do a show, it had to be a few things. It had to be true. It had to be honest and it had to be real. I don't want to create fake drama. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that's very on point with who she is. And like we said, this was not the reality show that we were expecting. Mm -hmm. So good for her. I'm happy with it. I'm happy. And (laughs) thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Please let us know how you think the season will unfold and... Leave us any, all of your comments below. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zia. So where can they find you guys? I am at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Teresa Jane. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anastasia Waller. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.